Keith, how Mitch, you doing, my friend? Man, I'm doing, I'm doing great. You doing well? I'm doing great. This weekend's supposed to be gorgeous. Gonna plant an apple tree. It's gonna be great. You still haven't planted that apple tree? Yeah, one left. I got, I got two out of three before the weather got too cold, and uh, I couldn't, I didn't, I didn't make it in. I, the second one I had to do in the, in the, uh, in the rain, so which was tough because the hole would fill, and then I'd have to bail out the hole. Mm. Yeah. That, that sounds like you had a lot of um, determination with I, that with that second. I needed apple tree to get there. that apple tree in, man. Um, and it was a good time. We had a good time. And then a last one was going in this weekend. And uh, does it make you anxious not getting the la- not having the last one in yet? No, causing it, some anxiety. Um, That's our topic for today. It. I mean, it is a little bit because I hope it's not too late and then it dies. You know, and I hope. The two I put in does. I'm really hoping my anxiety is around the two that I put in. I hope they don't die. And this last one that I waited for was like the thriving one of the three. Because then I'm going to be really upset I didn't wait for all three. Because that was like what I was going to do. Like we we got them, we picked them up, and then I was going to wait. But then I was like, man, I got time before this really cold spell comes in. And so now I am a little bit. And then one of the trees is kind of in the crazy wind we got started like lean in one direction. Um, Did you not put stakes? No. Okay. So I got the stakes. I forgot the the tree stakes. So I had to go back and get the tree stakes. Well, look, sometimes in life, you just have to admit you're not good at something and someone else in your orbit is. And I could not figure this stupid thing out for the first tree. And my wife figured it out in like it's a stick. You hit it with a hammer. Seconds. No, it's the, it's the, it's the loot. I got one of those like that has the the tire, or the uh, the like the hose in it yeah. too that then goes around it. But it's like it goes around and then it's got to go like and then one one. It's like a try thing, right? It goes you know one thing goes around, but then it kind of goes around again and then. And then the stakes I got, I just can't figure out the, okay. the try thing. You know, it's like trying to figure out the Holy Trinity, man. I can't figure it out. Okay. Anyway, so I, it just, and then Sean just walked up and goes, you idiot. And was like, and then she like did it. She call you an idiot. She, she inferred she it. Didn't. She inferred. Um, so I bought the tree stakes, got the trees planted. I did all the heavy lifting. And I was like, hey, Shauna, I need those trees staked. She's like, no problem. Well, it didn't get done, didn't get done. And, she, and then I'm like, hey, I really, I'll, like, I'll go out with you. She's like, it's too cold. It was too cold. I fully agree. It was like two minutes. Anyway. So, yeah, I have a little bit of anxiety. The older I get, the closer I want to be to the equator. Um, I like the cold. I just don't like working in the cold. I just, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. So but, when it starts to snow, do you get a little anxiety going? Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. I've always had to deal with it. Um, so I don't. I think we've talked about this before, but I have chronic anxiety. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Medically diagnosed. This isn't a self-diagnosis from WebMD. Oh, um, I'm not going to die from it, you know, because like everything in WebMD is like, go to hospital. Oh well, potential side effect is right, right. Um, so I have chronic anxiety, uh, and I have to like tell myself sometimes to like stop you know uh like i'll it gets really bad like i'll if i'm ner- if i'm got some anxiety about something and i go to bed i'll usually dream about it mm. 
And then I'll wake up and, and then be like, oh, I should have done this and I should have done this and I should have done this. Uh, and that's Question kind of for a you lot then. of it. Yeah. Do you, you know, Jesus tells us to don't be anxious about anything, mm-hmm. but in all things, um, approach with prayer and petition to the Lord, right? Yep. So, yep. Um, paraphrased. So, that's pretty good. Um, do you have anxiety? I think, layman here, um, I think Jesus is specific or preferentially talking about things that are within your orbit of influence, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. As being those things that you worry about and have mm-hmm. anxiety about. Mm-hmm. And like, do you, with with some chronic anxiety, do you have anxiety about things that are so far removed from you and yeah. beyond control of yours? Yeah. That are those the things that you find to be the most bothersome and things that are with... Not really. Like, like, good example, war breaks out somewhere. Not really that concerned with it. Like, I don't really get anxiety over okay. it. Um, I probably do pay attention to it more than other people because I want to know how it might affect our world. Like, you know, our gas price is going to go up because of it. Is there going to be a food shortage because of it? Um, so, I, I mean, I, I maybe pay attention to it more than some people do. Um, but I get more anxiety around, I'll give you a great example. Um, this probably doesn't happen to you, but like, if you get a text message from Adam, who's our boss and it's like, Hey, need to talk to you. Give me a call ASAP. Okay. Okay. My anxiety shoots through the roof. And then I start thinking about all the things that he might want to talk to me about. Huh? Did I leave the light on? Did yeah, not, you know? Un- not unplug the toaster. Did I not unplug the toaster? You know, like you know, and I'm like, what? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? And then I'll call like immediately. Hey, what's up? Hey, um, you know, just uh, just seeing how you're doing. You know, like, you know, Parker seemed a little down and out. He's doing okay. I'm like, yeah, that wasn't ASAP, man. You could have just like texted that to me. You know what I mean? Like, it's it, whatever it is. It's just chill, right? Um, but I like, I like, you know, like if I cut somebody off and then I get one of those text messages, I'm like, oh my God, did that person know me? Did that person know Adam? Huh? Like, did they call Adam and complain? You know what I mean? Like, it's like that, like, wow, all these is... scenarios start playing out in my mind. Um, and a, a really good example of somebody with high anxiety is if, um, they do need to have a conversation with somebody about something and they think through, all of what they're going to like if i need to approach you and be like mitch i don't like your shirt yeah. today okay i don't either i didn't shave my neck and oh, like it it's kind of well it's like a sweatery thing yeah and and it's like meshing with like mm. where the beard hair yeah. becomes the chest hair you know? i actually kind of like your sweater but i was just using it. <clears throat> like, if i was like i don't like oh i love I don't it like I, your just, sweater. I was just saying i don't like it personally at the moment it's kind of bothering my neck i would think through all of your responses would you have came up with to, that one? To then have a, like a... A counterpoint? Like a counterpoint to it. A safety measure. Like, if, if he goes there, I'm going here, right? Um, yeah. It's 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 taxing. Is it exhausting? It is exhausting. Being inside that it, mind? It is. It never stops. Um, but, so I have to tell myself sometimes, like, whatever it is, it'll be okay. Yeah, and I think right. I think that's what's hard too is like 
because I don't really think you know, like not all things, all directions from Jesus are applicable to all people, but at different levels, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that's a scripture I like. Yeah, it's not that difficult for me. Right? Oh, yeah. this, oh, this is easy. Yeah. I mean, you, not, you could totally preach on that and be like, come on, people. Come Look, on, just, it just says right here. Just don't be anxious. Just don't be anxious. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. For don't, those for those listening, worry. I just it gave the biggest eye roll possible. Um, you know, and then my yeah. wife would say, I don't have to worry because she does it for me. There you go. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I'm enabled. Yeah. yeah. Right? And she's my there's, worry There's enabled. some things I don't worry about, though, that I probably should. Um uh, maybe I should rephrase. There's some things that I will worry less about than I probably should. Do you like worry that you don't worry about them enough? Like, does that no. bother Like, uh-uh. you're like, oh, I should, I should be more anxious about this. What's wrong with me? What's no, like, like you know, in uh, in my in my previous job, there was a lot of restructures, reorganizations. I would lose my job, but then they would put a different job that I'd have to apply for. And of course I'm going to get the job, right. I'm the most qualified person for it. Um, and so you should worry a little bit because you just lost your job. You got 30 days or whatever to find a new job. Um, and then you find this job within five seconds that perfectly lines with your experience. Right. And you know, the hiring manager personally, and you like them and they like you, right. Like everything lines up. Um, I don't worry then. Right. Like I don't, you have I, confidence. I have, I have more confidence, and and because it's happened to me so much, like I think I went through fourteen or fifteen experiential years, confidence, right? And so, like, there's been times where that's happened, and like, sh- you know, Sean was like a nervous mess, and I'm like, nah, it'll be okay. She's like, no, what are we gonna do? How are we gonna eat? And I'm like, nah, it'll be fine, you know. Um, so yeah, there's some times where, you know, it it, it it's uh it's not, but no, I generally worry about everything. Well, I want to uh, bring in a little scripture and read a little story. Oh, I love stories. I know. I like stories, too. And um, let's talk about some of the different characters okay. in the story and how they position themselves and get into some fun stuff there. Uh, I want to talk. Uh, I want to read from Luke uh, ten thirty-eight. And this is the Mary Martha story. And here we go. As Jesus and the disciples continued on their way to Jerusalem, they came to a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. Her sister Mary sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he taught. Do you think, think, pause there. Do you think it was like, like this, like, we're going to tell you exactly who they are, but we're going to leave it a little autonomous, right? Like, Came to a certain village. I'm not gonna name the village. Oh, you think like at the time when <laughs> yeah. they wrote it, everybody's like, I know what village they went to. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. But now we don't. Yeah, maybe. I mean, or else they would have said it. Why didn't? Yeah, they why didn't they just say the name of the village? Maybe they didn't want to get anybody in trouble later. Yeah, right. Right. Okay. Like they didn't want the Romans hunting down Mary and Martha. <laughs> okay, here we go. But Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing. She came to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to come and help me. But the Lord said to her, My dear Martha, you are all worried and upset over all these details. There is only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it, and it will not be taken away from her. 
So there you go. Yeah, so I mean, they, you're talking to a guy that fed like thousands of people with a couple fish. Yeah. Like, do you really have to worry about dinner? Like, if if Chef Gordon Ramsay showed up at your house and was like, hey, man, I want to talk to you about doing some, like, cooking lessons or whatever, you'd sit down and listen to him. You won't worry about making a meal. You got Chef Gordon Ramsay right here. That's true. All right. I love your perspective. You know what I mean? Okay. I think that's... I, but, I, you know, um, uh, G, and Jesus did this, uh, too, with a Samaritan at the well, right? It's like, hey, do you, you want to drink of... Do you want to drink from a cup that, you know... Well, quench your thirst forever, right? Yeah, where's this cup at, you know? Um, so I think, for me, when I boil this when I boil this down, I think the important takeaway is the importance of relationship. So I think the most important part mm. of our um, human experience is relationship experience. Um, I think it's... I think everyone should... Um, have a personal relationship with Jesus for their best life possible. And I think in doing that, it's hard to do in a silo. Mm. Um, I agree. I'm sure there, I'm sure there's some very successful Christian hermits, but I don't think that's like the, the design. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Um, well, I mean, Jesus said wherever two or more of you, yeah. You know, so they didn't say wherever you are, I'll I'll be there, right? So I think relationship is important, and I think that's the point he's making is um, in this time that he's there at her home, he's available Mm. physically, personally, humanly available. You can learn directly from him, available to Martha and. She's hustling and bustling um, and not participating but see, you in can, that relationship. You can, you can um, relate to this. You're a big host. Yeah. You like to have people over. You like to – and definitely in this culture, um, hosting is the most – people show up at your yeah. house. You're going to feed them. You're going to take care of them. You're going to make sure their feet are washed. They're, you know, yeah. like you're going to do all these things because you're – you're the host, they're the guests. So it's not that her um, her actions are not necessarily Noble. out of place, yeah. right? It's the it's the fact that she's her emotions are out of place. And I think also he talks. It's kind of to the extent of which she's pursuing the quality of what her hosting is. Right. She. It says Jesus says. You're worried and upset over all these details. Right. Details. It's not about cooking a meal. It's like this details. Yeah. yeah or like, do we have the fine linen on yeah, the, the table? The soup's the soup's right. bubbling in the pot. We can eat it when we get to it. Right. Martha, you stop refolding the napkins. Right. Right? Yeah. yeah. I think that details part is important. Um And then he also says the only thing to um, worth being concerned about, um, you know, I think that's also another a loaded word. You can, I think you can um, be doing things, but to your point, like that mental fixation on stuff. Yeah. That concern mm-hmm. over that detail, over mm-hmm. that, like... All your cognitive energy is going there. Yeah. Not 
not to where where it should be. Yeah, and it um, and I think that this reminds me of and and we 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 actually did a slight bit of research before this, just yeah. a slight bit, but this does uh, r- remind me of. Um, a very famous um, drama triangle, right? Because it's playing out in this story. Yeah. Um, so the Cartman drama triangle. We've talked about this with Adam. He's uh, yep. used this in a message. And um, yeah, it's the, the drama triangle. Mm-hmm. So um, tell us more. We have our, th- we're ever through our three key players in, right. the, in the drama. So in every... In every um, personal drama issue you're going to have somebody that is the victim or as you would say better playing the victim because there's and and we want to be careful with using the word victim because we're not talking about a victim of a crime crime or a earthquake or something like that we're talking about in when you've got this drama right um so martha uh martha is playing the victim yep Right, she's she's going and saying, "Oh, come on, I I need my sister Mary. Come on, I'm the victim. I'm the victim." Right? Um, you've got yeah. The, I mean, she literally says, "Lord, doesn't it seem unfair?" Unfair, right? Like this isn't fair. This is like, not fair. That, I think that is yeah. That's, so she's playing the victim. I think we confirm that in this quick you, scenario. You've got a persecutor that the victim believes is persecuting them or doing them harm, which so would be she Mary. Mary. She sits right there. Well, I do all the work. Right. So she's being persecuted, and then she's seeking out, this victim is seeking out a rescuer in Jesus to come and rescue her as a victim from her persecutor. Yep. Right? Um, and so, uh, and Jesus takes that um, the best way possible, because a lot of times the rescuer uh, tries to get, or gets absorbed in the victimhood mm-hmm. and is trying to be like a white knight and be a savior, but that victim almost never stops being a victim. Correct. In well, he would have been an enabler. If right. Jesus enabler. would have been like, well, Mary. Would you or, go help or, your sister? Or, or, or Mary, go help your sister. Or he could have been like, well, Martha, I'll chop the carrots. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah. so then he's. You know, or helping just, hey, her. Everybody, let's stop for a minute. Let's all go and help. So that we can get dinner ready. Put the attention on Martha. Let's put the attention on, on our host. Right? Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. So it's it's this it's this triangle and um, yeah. So actually, roll shift. Yeah, it actually like Martha like instigated the triangle. Yeah, and then Jesus instantly broke the triangle. Yeah, which is cool. So it never turned into it never turned into what this that Carpman drama triangle does is. Often in that, in our in our normalness, when we enter into this triangle, we start shifting roles. Right. Well, I was going to say, you could almost then say at that point, once Martha has said this, Mary can go from the persecutor to the victim now. Yeah. Right? Yes. And Martha can go to the persecutor because now Martha is trying to get her in trouble, like, so Mary could be like, look at me, I'm just trying to sit here and learn, and look at my sister just, you know, persecuting me over here, trying to get me to, you know, do all this stuff. Jesus, help me out here. You know what I mean? So So those those roles can shift based off of this dynamic. So Martha sees herself as the victim, but then ends up becoming the persecutor 
by approaching Jesus with it. And then, and then if not, if Jesus wasn't who Jesus was, runs a really high risk of shifting to persecutor as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, Which can then turn to victim whenever the whole thing blows up and he's like i'm just trying to help i'm just trying to give you all godly advice you know just try to help (laughs) yeah i mean yeah why is everybody mad at me he could he could have taken martha's side and been like mary go help well then he becomes a persecutor of mary right he's now the victim of right and then and then those they're just shifts and shifts and shifts but instead he does the classic move which is like you know you don't know what you're talking about. Let me give you this kind of cryptic message that also is pretty plain at the same time, right? Like this really weird, instead of just being yeah, like, there's Look, only- hey, we're talking about salvation here, okay? Stop what you're doing. Sit down. Let's talk about salvation. But instead of doing that. It's only one thing to be concerned about. Mary's discovered it. Yeah. And it will not be taken away from her. I do like that, too. I do. He wasn't like saying... You don't have it figured out. Yeah. He's just saying, I'm not going to ruin it right. for Mary. Right. You do you. You do you. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take part in messing right. up what Mary's got going on. Yeah. 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 And I I uh so um so intelligent of a response to, right? Like um, I think, I think people miss that so much in, in a lot of this stuff, which is when Jesus needs to say something plainly, he does. And then uh, like other times he's, he said this pretty plainly, but you could read it and be like, what the hell is he talking about? Right. So I just very, very intelligent of an answer to not get sucked into that drama. Um, anyway, so I thought that was kind of cool to, to talk about a little bit. Yeah, but really, so I do want to give a little bit of, you know, when you take the story too, like we're easily, we easily are like, oh yeah, Martha, stop being such such a busy bee achiever. Well, she's just filling in the cultural norm and expectation of- And her anxiety's high. Of, yeah, filling in this cultural expectation of how she's just doing- the best of what's culturally expected of her at the time. Right. And this is pretty deep into Jesus's ministry, right? And travelings. So like I can imagine there's probably potentially hundreds of people there listening, right? Like this isn't early on where nobody knows who he is. So when he shows up, she's like, come, yeah, let's, I'm going to host. So her anxiety goes up because she knows him. She knows his reputation. She knows all about him. So her anxiety is like, I got to make this perfect, right? Like she'd be like me where I got to like, the turkey's got to be right for Thanksgiving. Yeah, and I don't think she's worried about judgment from Jesus about what she's doing. But to your point, she's also trying to meet um, what she would perceive as a cultural expectation of excellence for Jesus. Yeah. Right? That's not. Yeah. And she's probably putting pressure on herself. You know, like to your saying, I like I don't think uh, Jesus would be like, "Oh, this this turkey sucks," you know. But um, she wants it to be. I mean, I would think that uh, if Jesus knocked on my door and was like, "Keith, well, let me come in," I'd kind of want to make sure the house is cleaned up. You know, like you know, you you don't you. you it's somebody a very 
high stature, right? Um, so I, I don't think she's in the wrong place, but to Jesus' point of like, there's you can do all that and not worry about it. Yeah. Right? Like, it's going to be fine. Come hang out with us, right? I think it's, I think, I think that this is more important I than think what the you're doing. Takeaway is perspective and relationship. Mm. You have to change your perspective so that you are valuing the relationship above um, non human things, right? Yeah. Like valuing the relationship beyond um, stuff. Something that doesn't have, um, you know, personal worth and value like a person does. Mm. And changing your perspective to value the relationship with people above any other task or um, distractor. Yeah, I think you're probably better at that than I am. Um, and we talked about this before on the show. You're you're more of the host where you're still interacting with people and talking with people. That's what you really like is the the interactions and stuff like that. I'm I'm more of like a great example. We had um, uh, trick or treating last night. You know, uh, Shauna's brother and sister in law and their little one came over, and you know, so I'm like, man, what am I gonna not that they said we're going to come over and then we were like, we'll have dinner, you know, but it, you know, you don't, you don't want time they're coming over. The kids got to eat anyways. Trick treatings at six. Right. Like, um, so, you know, I was like thinking about it and then I, I hit up my wife. I'm like, Hey, what do I do? Some taking baked pizza. Sounds great. Okay. I've got some taking baked pizzas. You know, I'm like thinking about, it. I got to lay it out 60 minutes before Ooh, I put did them you in. Do the, did you do the secret no, you trick? Know from, um, I, you I did not. I did not because I got a cheese. We did a whole episode Because we had kids, this. I know. And then I got a pepperoni and sausage. And so I was going to put some uh, some onions and some black olives on it. But then I didn't know if everybody liked onions. So I just decided not to. But have you gotten their monkey bread? I've not gotten the their garlic bread. and butter monkey garlic? bread. Like garlic, that's it's like not monkey garlic bread. bread. It's like garlic bread, but it's like monkey bread. Monkey bread they is just cinnamon takes, and sugar. They just, well, they have they have um, a cheese one. I don't know if they call it monkey bread. I'm just calling it that because it's just globs of dough in a pan like monkey bread. It's not like a rolls or anything. Garlic balls, but it's like yeah, it's like you know just piled up in there delicious okay delicious um it was only like seven bucks or something for this giant thing of bread anyway so i got that got it all laid out got them in the oven you know got them cooking timed it right okay i'm gonna pull them out i'm gonna cut them i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that sean and the kids are all talking with the people here i'm worried about you know i'm not worried like i got anxiety but i'm like my job as the host is to make sure there's food hey y'all want something to drink i got some water cups right here you want me to get you some water you want a coke you know um that's me as a host more yeah and i was i was in the exact same position last night except it and i well probably the exact same position because you got uh taking big pizza too no we made meatloaf rats i know know. (laughs) meatloaf rats delicious meatloaf in the shape of rats little curly fried tails Mm. black olive eyeballs meatloaf rats nice um 
And but I have my in-laws. My in-laws were over, and they, um, you know, there it's a lot of hustling and bustling going yeah. on in the kitchen to make that happen. But I kind of, I kind of marthaed it up so that my wife was participating in the relationship part. Yeah, you were with, like, yeah, with like, yeah. Um, you took one for the team. Well, yeah, but. You 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 maybe, went outside of what I guess you what would I'm normally is, like to do. Maybe the maybe the appropriate thing to do would have been to either um, have all the rats done ahead of time and microwave them for dinner. So we spend as much time, yeah, have done and then just have bake them, done. them off. Yeah. So mm. I don't know. Scripturally reflective, maybe I was. I was in the Mar- little too Martha mode. Little too Martha mode. I was in the Martha mode too, but I didn't take it out on anyone else in the room. Correct. I think I that's at- the key, right? Oh, okay. Okay. You know, I, I wasn't looking for somebody to help me. I just was like, yes. my job as the host is to do this Oh stuff, my gosh, you cracked so the So I'm going to do this. Keith. Yeah. So when I find, I've on occasion found myself um, in the Mary Martha scenario there. I've been like, oh my I'm the one doing the hustle and bustle. But that's not the problem. Mm. It's not the hustle and bustle. No. It's the whining and it's the whining. It's the whining and ask, asking Jesus mm-hmm. to get her some help. To to make, Why isn't this person helping? To make the other person do yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, you know. It's that, like um it's like Thanksgiving. Shauna cooks most of the food. I've on occasion deep fried a turkey, but she is generally the cook, right? And I know in that mode I'm the helper. Sous chef. Sous chef, right? So I'm there to, what do you need? What do you need? What do you need? What do you need? Um, now, if I wasn't, if I was watching football in the living room, just expecting all the food to get done, I think we would have a Martha and Mary moment. But I know in that instant, my job in the hosting process is to help sous chef. And I think that's that's the that's what you got to you got to, I know we're all relating it back to hosting and stuff, but I think in life, that's what you got to do. You have to realize, you know, if you're in a meeting, what's your role in the meeting, right? Is your role to host the meeting? Is, or, you know, are you the, in charge of it? Is your, is your role to listen and come up with ideas? Is your role to listen, write down notes and execute? And I think where the drama happens is when people don't understand their roles and their functions in maybe a situation. And right. then, the, yeah, and then, and the, the, I think we, we sometimes succumb to the threat of entering the triangle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, like Martha. Like tree stakes. Well, Martha enters the triangle by calling out, by playing the victim. Yeah. And it's not a triangle if Martha goes to Mary. Yes. That's not a triangle. It's not a triangle. That's just relationship. That's just a relationship. Piece. But when she was bringing in Jesus, mm-hmm. looking for a savior, then she created that triangle, and um, so look, I, Jesus saves, just not in that relationship. <laughs> that was a good. One. That was good. that was good. No, but I, you know what's you know what this reminds me of too, is uh, my middle schooler, right, um, my oldest. She'll like, hey, why do you have a why do you have a C in language arts? Uh, uh, 
the teacher, the teacher did oh. not give a grade on this, and I did the work. I did the work. I didn't get a grade. It's a zero. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. Right? Victim, victim, victim. Persecutor. I'm trying to, you know, and then I'm step in. I could step in and try to be the rescuer and call that mean teacher and be like, why didn't you give my kid this grade? But instead, I back up. I pull Jesus' stance, and I'm like, when was it project due? When did you turn it in? Have you sent your teacher an email saying that you turned it in? And then on the flip side of it, had you done this assignment and you got 100 on it, what would your grade be? Oh, it would go from a C plus to a C plus. Okay, so why is it a C plus? This one assignment didn't cause this, right? Like it's three or four or five late assignments that have caused this. So the issue is you're late with your work. So let's work on that, right? Like, you know, that's that's this exactly, right? And I think every middle school girl hey, is no. constantly the victim. All of us are constantly <laughs> the victim. You're, I think you, I think, I think we've entered a. Did I just offend uh, all middle school girls? No, I think we just entered a very close, uh, close to the close to the heart issue of the in the in the in the Keith's drama triangle. Yes. this got personal quick. There's a lot of drama, and I, and I think with middle schoolers. Yes, and I, I think. I think you became an ageist um, very quickly and stereotyping our middle schoolers. Good thing middle schoolers don't listen to this. That's true. <laughs> That's it. Look, we ran out of time. We ran out of time. This has been fun. This has um, been fun. We're go, almost going to have to go, keep yeah, talking about this. Yeah, and go, yeah, if you're interested in the Carpman, K-A-R-P-M-A-N. Yep. Uh, drama triangle uh, go google it and do a little more research we found it fascinating and probably used it as a tool to um dissect other stories and relationships yeah have a good see one see you guys next week <laughs>